Hey friends, and welcome to the podcast. On this episode, we're talking to Dr. Josh Suderman from the Javery Pain Institute about managing your chronic pain by journaling. And my guest today, a dear, dear friend, we've done, I don't know, a bunch of these, but Dr. Josh Suderman is with us from the Javery Pain Institute. Dr. Suderman, how are you? I'm well. Uh, despite the rain on a June morning, um, I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. But we needed it, my friend. We needed it. We did. We did. It was brown. So, <laughs> it, it was brown, my friend. So, Dr. Studeman, obviously, we're going to talk about pain journals today, and I want to get to that. But for people who might not know what the Javery Pain Institute does, can you kind of give them an elevator pitch of where you fit in the medical ecosystem and maybe why someone might think about visiting you guys? Certainly. You know, pain is the most common reason we go to the doctor. And when it lasts longer than it should, uh, we're here to help. And we're that kind of second line of defense uh, when, you know, maybe some ibuprofen or, you know, some basic treatments at home haven't helped you. And we have a lot of resources from a lot of different angles to help you with pain. Uh, for pain, that's probably going to be with you quite a while going forward. Uh, we want to be your partner. Uh, we want to come alongside you and, and help you. Uh, so you can enjoy uh, life and get your life back. Now, you and I were joking before we started. You were sort of like, hey, have you had the studio your entire life? I have not had the studio my entire life. but <laughs> It's impressive. <laughs> thank you. Um, but the question I have is you have all of these people that were making these ad hoc offices. So in the last 14 months, have you seen kind of a huge influx of people coming in and going, my hips don't feel right. My spine isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Have you seen this kind of boon and lack of a better term of people coming in going, I've got this new pain that I didn't know I had because I've been sitting at a kitchen table for a year and a half. Right. Has the pandemic been good for business? Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, on a lot of levels, unfortunately, it does affect pain. You know, sitting puts a lot of pressure on the discs of your back more than any position. And the isolation uh, makes it hard because stress, anxiety, depression, frustration all make your pain worse. So all of those layers factor, in, factor into the fact that pain is harder to deal with when we're doing Zooms and pandemic stuff. And you know we're coming out of it. We're really excited about the progress with the pandemic and it's summer. Uh, so all of that is gonna help us manage pain better in the future. And speaking of managing pain, the reason we're here is kind of give people a primer on journaling and specifically a chronic pain journal. And so you you talked about it a second ago, but I kind of want to go a little bit deeper in the when do I kind of figure out that I might have an issue, right? I, I tweak my back. I take some ibuprofen. It sort of feels better. But at what point do we go from ibuprofen to seeing you? And at what point do I go from seeing you to understanding that I now have a chronic condition that I have to manage? It's an important question. Most pain, when it starts in those first few weeks, gets better without ever having to see me and maybe a visit or two to your doctor. Maybe you go to some physical therapy, some ibuprofen, and it gets better. When it lasts longer than it should for a muscle tweak or you know a strain to heal on its own days and weeks, that's when we need to look into, hey, is there something else going on? Is there something in your spine that's not letting you get better? Are there some different techniques that we need to offer? And that's where we partner with your primary doctor. We partner with your physical therapist and we say, what can we add? Uh, because pain is lasting longer and it's affecting you on a daily basis. And so we want to know what 
you're not able to do on a daily basis, in addition to, you know, a pain score and kind of where your pain is, all that doctory stuff. Well, what matters to you is I can't sit and listen to Eric Holgren for as long as I want to. Uh, sure. His podcast is great, but I only got 15 minutes. And a month ago, I could listen to the whole thing. It was great. So that's, it's the timing is important. And when you and your doctor are kind of like, man, this should be getting better. Why, why isn't it? Um, the, the pain doctors have a really good set of diagnostic tests that we can look into and a lot of good therapies to help you get over the hump. Um, and then when it's chronic, meaning long-term, we have some ways to stay alongside you and, and help you function better in the midst of that. So Dr. Suderman, on the Javery Pain Institute website, you guys put up an excellent blog about keeping a pain journal. And I love this for a number of reasons because outside of pain in general, like I, I think the idea of keeping a medical journal seems like a brilliant, brilliant idea because like you said, you go for your annual physical and they go, hey, what's been going on? I'm like, I feel like I had some things to ask you, but I didn't write them down, so I don't have any idea. So I'll see you next year and hope that right. all of it's better, right? So right. can right. we talk about at what point would you advise your clients to start a pain journal? Is it before they see you when things feel like they're not getting – like when when do they start and let's walk through the, the paces of why they should do it? Mm -hmm. the, the bigger context of this is – you're right. We can't remember 11 months ago for our annual physical, what we want to bring up. Um, but it's so important to know what you're dealing with over the long term, because we're going to be managing this over the long term. We and you, the, the patient, want to know this, but also, you know, insurance companies, people that pay for your treatments want to know, are we giving you a meaningful difference for a condition that lasts a long time? We just remember maybe yesterday when I was out gardening, but we don't remember a month ago. So at the onset, when you're thinking, hey, this is lasting longer than it should, you know, I'm, me and my primary doctor start making some notes thinking, hmm, I'm, I may need to go see someone else. I'm going to give them some information. We don't have to read the whole thing, but you can pick out some things. Hey, this is what I want to do better. And over the last month, I haven't been doing this. So now as I see you moving forward, I'm going to keep track of, well, Dr. Suderman gave me this treatment. And I expect to be gardening better. I expect to go to the lake and interact with my family and not have to think about this. And yes, okay, my pain score goes from a eight to a four. That's important um, where your pain is and how it feels. But this is vital when you're thinking, hmm, maybe it's not getting better the way it should. Start writing some things down. Well, and, and what was fascinating about the, the blog entry is all of the other variables that you might not think about for a pain journal. Sure, pain score and, and location, you know, does it radiate from your wrist to your elbow? Like those sorts of things seem like no brainers. But when you start putting in these other variables, how much walking did you do today? How much sitting did you do today? Did you exercise more or less than you, you know, was it colder or warmer? Did you eat some foods that inflate? Like all of that stuff gets into the nuance, I think, of, of the brilliance that what you guys can do. Mm -hmm, exactly. And what we're treating is the pain experience. We're not treating just your pain score, right? right. And again, insurance companies, they want to see that we're making difference in walking, sitting, standing, and that's 100% spot on. But when you're interacting with a person in your, in your visit, we want to know that that person is feeling better in what we're doing, not just numbers on a piece of paper. And that just feeds off itself. It's a cycle. I can walk better. Exercise we know is great for mood. It's great for health. So that means pain is going to be better and easier to manage. So it's pain is what you tell me it is. It's not just what the MRI is. 
It's not just what your number score is. And it's not just where that line is on your body. It's what you tell me. So I need to hear what am I able to do? How am I able to live my life with the help of your treatments? And a pain journal tells you that because we're going to see it every few months. You're going to remember the last day or two. I may only remember an hour or two if my memory's good, but hey, right. as a patient, but we need to know that breadth of information. Well, and I would imagine, Dr. Suderman, that as you said, exercising more makes you feel better. But now when we're talking about chronic pain, you've got to thread this needle between getting that pain threshold down so that they can exercise so that they can feel better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got to get into that cycle at the right moment, meet you kind of dovetail in. And at the same time, we may have to hit pause a little bit until we know what we're treating. Oftentimes people come to us with maybe just an x-ray from a year or two ago. And hey, maybe we need an MRI to really know why for a year you haven't been getting better. Okay, let's figure that out. Okay, is it safe to exercise? Does physical therapy give you the right way to exercise? And then boom, here we go. Pain journal. And you should be noting too, not only what I do, but what does your physical therapist help you with? Um, when you, you know, what are other people helping you? Because we're part of a team and it works best when we're part of a team as your pain management doctor. And that's just what we want to fit into and, and again, help you get your life back. Would you imagine a universe, and maybe this is the most Pollyanna thing I will say today, but would you imagine a universe where that sort of journaling is a digital facsimile shared across all of these practitioners? So from your general practice, your pain clinician to your physical therapist onto your insurance company where they all can go, oh, okay, when... Susie takes X, Y happens when mm -hmm. she exercises on Tuesday, Z happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eric, quit your day job and make that happen. <laughs> um, this is your last podcast because that's I am done. <laughs> you are done. Yep. Make it happen. We, we've thought about that even from like the intake information, you come into a doctor, you write so much stuff on sure. a piece of paper every time, yes. you know, it'd be nice if it just upload. Same idea. If, if we could just get that information into your note and, and, and accurately do that, but yeah, I, that would be so ideal. But in the meantime, this is where, you know, at the same time, if you have a journal and it's got to be translated by a person listening to it, there's still that human element that is preserved in our kind of archaic process compared to your Pollyanna process. Um, that would be ideal. Hopefully we get there someday because that is exactly what is needed, not only for reimbursement, but for people to know that pain management specialists want to make that meaningful difference for you, not just put a needle somewhere or prescribe a medicine or send you to physical therapy. It's about your specific life and, and what that journal is telling us. Well, and one of the most interesting pieces of technology when you get into this Pollyanna universe is most Americans have some sort of speaker in their house that they talk to, right? So yeah. imagine this world where you get up and you say, Alexa, here's my, mm -hmm. here's how I feel today. Send to Dr. Yep. Suman and Dr. Smith and physical therapist, Rick, and, you know, and so now you have an audio recording, so they haven't had to write anything down. They haven't slowed yep. down literally at all. They just bark into a speaker yep. and now you've got, uh, you know, some sort of archive of how they're feeling mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. you know, if we put some, now let me just flush this whole idea out, right? You put yeah. some AI on the back of that. It pulls out keywords for you guys and pings you when they say this and pings the general mm -hmm. prac when it says that and goes into, you know, like Spectrum has that portal now where you can kind of go back and forth with chat. You know, it can go into that portal and start talking to them because I know the, the reasons why we fill out that paperwork time and time again, because if we fill it out enough, you guys will get 
a baseline of, of all the correct information, right? Because sometimes correct. that information doesn't go properly from the hospital to the general prac, general prac to you. There's some loss of information. So that's why we have to fill out those 58 forms every time we go to new a doctor, right? But in this case, correct. It, you know, to have somebody archiving their own health journey, I think would be, man, what a layer on top of the data that you already have. Right. And we have a portal. It may be it, those smart speakers may even be able to just say, hey, send a message to Javery Payne and, and your portal is set up via the Internet. But nevertheless, even just speaking into that speaker, you, you can digitally record that yep. and bring that with you to your appointment. So you're right. However, you can make it easy because it, it is a bit of an extra step to kind of sit and think and write something down. Um, and, and yeah, there, there is some kind of nudging that is needed to really get this information. But you're exactly right. People should brainstorm and be creative. Sometimes the word journal, I don't journal. And sometimes that's kind of, oh gosh, you know, I remember when in English class, I had to do that in high school for writing and it's, you know, maybe a negative connotation, but it is vital any way that you can make it easy and get us that information and any way that we can brainstorm with you at your appointment. I had never thought of that. So I'm going to tell, you know, my partners on Monday, Hey, you know, someone's got a smart speaker, just say, you know, speak into it once a day, once every other day, any way that we can make this easier is, is optimal. Yeah. And, and I, I believe they'll dump into things like Evernote and stuff like that, but I'm with you. I have literally Josh tried every journal possible and it just doesn't mm -hmm. stick. So that's why I, I thought this, you know, I thought this journaling though is different, right? It's not just like my hopes Very. and dreams and aspirations and the favorite hamburger right. I had, right? This is, mm -hmm understanding as you, especially as you're getting older and things start to change a little bit quicker, right? <laughs> Where mm -hmm, you don't bounce, correct. you don't bounce back from that paddling board trip as fast mm -hmm. as you did when you were 20. And so right. keeping this journal seems like an amazing thing that, that people should start thinking about. Speaking of thinking, if people want to reach out to you guys at the Javery Payne Institute, Dr. Suman, what is the best way for them to do that? Correct. Uh, we have a Facebook presence, so our Facebook page is great, and that'll direct you to a lot of great resources on our website. Uh, Julian Garcia is our amazing marketing director. He's done a lot of work to make social media you know, accessible and, and to get you to good information on our website, which is javerypain.com, 616-588-7246 uh, if you want to call us. But those are three great ways to get in touch with us. We accept self-referrals. So if you want to contact our office, come in, just chat. We can do that. Or through your uh, primary doctor as uh, usual. Uh, anyway, is fine. We'd love to, to sit down and talk with you. Awesome. Dr. Josh Suderman from the Javery Pain Institute. My friend, have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk again soon. You as well. Thanks for the opportunity.